Hi, it's Christine, and you are listening to Christine's Voice, the podcast. Hi, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. And if you are coming back for this week's episode, thank you for always tuning in. Perfect attendance ka na! <laughs> so guys, get some snacks, grab your coffee, and let's start this week's episode. Hi guys! We're back to another Kwentuhan. And I would just like to say again, thank you guys for always being there, for always following, sharing, liking our posts on Instagram and on Facebook. And this week, actually, wala akong masyadong post. Well, I'm just a bit busy, guys, you know. I do try to give you updates from time to time, so I apologize for not being able to update you that much, but I hope you guys are still there. And if you guys haven't listened to our last episode, I get to share with you some of the things that I do whenever I feel down, and I have received some positive feedback from that episode. And I just want to say that for those who haven't listened to it yet and you feel a little bit down or you feel that your spirits aren't really as high as you want it to be, I suggest you listen to that episode and that I hope you're hanging on. And thank you to all those who already listened to it and thank you for giving me feedback. You know who you are. <laughs> and if you haven't yet, I hope you do spare time to listen to our latest episodes. So I don't have to repeat myself over and over again, but I'm just so grateful for all of your support. And I just want to say hello and thank you to Jobert Sifra and Cheryl Bautista. So sila yung ating special mentions for this week. Hi Jobert and hello Cheryl. I hope you guys are listening. And to all of our friends who are always listening to the podcast, thank you so, so much. For this week's episode, as we are on episode 14, I'm going to give you 14 titles of documentaries or documentary TV series that I have watched on Netflix that you should check out too. So, medyong... <laughs> 14 is to 14 tayo guys. And I have a special bonus kasi... I don't know, I have a lot of documentaries that I've watched and I want to share them all to you. Alright? Let's get going! So these are documentaries that have really made an impact on me. And by impact, I mean these are documentaries that you can no longer unsee. Alam mo yung mga bagay na once you think about it, it's not something that you cannot erase in your mind anymore. And not in a bad way because these documentaries have informed me a lot about things that I don't know and it has made me realize a few things about my situation and other people's situation and yun siya. and these are just very good documentaries these are real these are updated information truthful information and for me it was it was also a learning experience because I didn't know about some of these things before and after I watched the, the documentary I felt a sense of responsibility that I need to share some of these information to you guys, you know, so that we can also become aware. Because whenever I watch documentaries, especially on Netflix, after I watch this first documentary and I find myself learning a lot more than I thought I would, it becomes an entirely different feeling. And 
I kind of start looking for other documentaries, what to watch next, and what I can learn next, what to expect. And my mind just keeps on, you know, really getting a lot of different information. And some of these documentaries I have seen before on the news. I have this habit kasi of you know, watching or looking up news that have significance in a community or in a country in some sort of way. It has that kind of effect. So yun yung actually the reason how I found out about some of these documentaries. And the first documentary that I ever watched on Netflix was about the Fire Festival. So the Fire Festival or the FYRE Festival was actually considered as the most recent scams <laughs> of sorts. In recent times and um, the title of the documentary on Netflix is fire festival the greatest party that never happened and you would know why <laughs> if you have heard of this and if you have followed it on the news because I did it was about this festival or supposed festival that was supposed to be all party all fun and music it was going with the flow of the boom of music festivals all over the world and big names artists models have endorsed the fire festival to the point that it has created a hype around it that people started really buying you know really investing their money into this festival that's supposed to be one of the best music fests of the time but it turned out to be a sham in the end sad to say because it was just total chaos when they went to the location whatever they were promised was not really given to them whatever they paid for was actually not provided and yun medyo magulo siya yung what happened ah. what happened in the actual festival was very chaotic and nagkataon na umulan pa so people started getting stranded and there were news everywhere that artists have begun pulling out of the event or started canceling i think blink 182 canceled a few days before and that most of the people that have been linked to the fire festival have started sending out press statements that they're no longer connected with this people actually have started panicking of sorts when they arrived because it was supposed to be coordinated and there was supposed to be some sort of organization but all of that was gone and the food and accommodation that they've paid for actually turned out to be you know sandwiches and tents which was not really what was advertised because ang gaganda nung nasa websites, ang gaganda nung nasa publicity and marketing materials. But in actuality, it was an entirely different story. So people started becoming stranded on the island because I think not a lot of planes or flights fly to the area and that they have started letting people know not to anymore go to the place because aside from there's no accommodation, there's not enough food, there's not enough utilities to house all of them because they're expecting a lot of people and it was just chaos I think on Twitter when that was happening and media started taking the news and putting it on local television it was just chaos i really i really followed this news before but the good thing about the documentary if i might add is that it actually focused on what happened after 
the festival after everything that have occurred like how the local community was affected by all of this chaos it's important to understand that it's not just the reputation or the tourism within the community or the location yung naapektuhan but the people's livelihood kasi in the documentary there were instances when one of the locals was explaining that she has to provide for the people like she owns this restaurant and she has to provide for the community and yung mga tao eh. but after all of that after that happened she wasn't even paid she even has to shell out her savings so that she can provide salaries to her people who had served all of the wandering festival goers so it was really sad and it was also very, I don't know, I don't have a word for it. It was like an organized sort of scam, which I would love for you to find out when you watch it. So that was the first documentary that I watched, and that was the first documentary that hooked me into other documentaries that I'm gonna share to you next. And that was in 2019, or it was released just this year, early this year. So the next documentary that I watch, well, this is not in order, but the next one, is the Ted Bundy tapes or the confessions of a killer. So this was also released this year. And I did learn about Ted Bundy's story when I was looking for different um, significant cases on YouTube. And of course, Ted Bundy would come out because he's one of the most prolific serial killers in the United States. So, so the Ted Bundy tapes which was the main focus of the documentary series actually highlights the different stories by which ted bundy was able to run and go on that kind of killing spree that he did and also this year there has been a lot of different news about ted bundy because of the tapes and there's a movie with zach efron and lily collins that has come out which I haven't seen yet. But Yonsha, I think you guys would be interested in knowing that there are a lot of other documentaries about Ted Bundy. And I have seen some of those, but this one actually highlights or showcases each of the stories of the victims that he has, you know, gone on to killing. And it, it's not a pretty story because it's it's kind of manipulative it's elaborate and there are instances when you feel that how can they not see this coming which i really cannot say for them because it's it's a different time a different setting and yun, it shows us how times have changed in terms of the criminal system in the united states so yun siya guys maganda rin siya if you want to watch it i suggest it so that's two titles already then the next one is i am jane doe for i am jane doe guys i didn't expect it to be on this topic because it's the topic of i am jane doe is actually um children and women who have been kidnapped and sold online it's a very delicate topic to discuss but this documentary actually opened my eyes to you know such it's right in front of your eyes but you refuse to assume responsibility so yun yung 
takeaway ko from that. Kasi the story or the documentary shows you the real stories behind actual kidnapped women and children that have been rescued and they share their stories. And the title is I Am Jane Doe because these women having struggled from their kidnapping and abuse refuse to be named and some of them actually aren't really identified anymore or cannot really identify themselves because what happened is they get kidnapped at such a young age and they no longer get reconnected to their families they've been drugged they've been sold so medyo sakit sa puso ng kwento niya especially if children and the crucial thing to know about this documentary is that these are happening online it's about this online website or a platform a selling platform that actually like ebay or amazon or lazada or shopee or olx before they have this ads wherein you can um try to sell your items your old items or whatever items and magugulat ka kasi they're not anymore selling items they are selling women and children Sobrang hindi ko describe yung feeling when I was watching that. Like, you have to really process it. You really have to think about why this is being shown to you. For the purpose of you being aware that such things happen and that you have to be aware of it so that this wouldn't, you know, happen to you or anyone you know. Or you should be able to watch it and learn from it and try to identify when such things are happening within your community so that you are also aware of it so it's a very difficult thing to watch and i always feel defeated whenever some of the women share their stories how much difficulty they have to go through and also for the parents who have shared their side of the story so, yun. so again, that's I Am Jane Doe. It was released in 2017. Alright, so that's three titles. So I have for the fourth one, Audrey and Daisy. So if the third one is about um, women and children being sold on the internet, the fourth one actually is also about the internet, but it's about cyberbullying. And the results of cyberbullying to different or to two different teenagers and sadly it's not all good because some of some of the cyberbullying have eventually led teenagers especially in this case Audrey and Daisy to commit suicide so one has successfully committed it the other one attempted but fortunately she survived so Yun siya. I'm so sorry guys because these are topics that are very delicate. These are important things that we should tackle and things that we should watch and see. So I don't know if we have a lot of documentaries in the Philippines that are about these cases. I do know some but it's not about cyberbullying or mental health. But this one actually is. Audrey and Daisy. So I also want you to check that out. Again, these documentaries are a bit difficult to watch, but I believe we will all get something from it. 
friends if you have suggestions comments or any feedback for me i would love to hear you out just send me an email at christine's voice the podcast at gmail.com or you can just follow my instagram page and send me a message there thank you okay so i have shared to you four titles already and i'm just trying to make a synopsis and my reflection of what i remember feeling and internalizing after watching those um, documentaries so the next one that i'm going to share to you is also something that i have watched on the news so actually sa youtube ko to napanood guys <laughs> i don't really deliberately search online news lumalabas na talaga siya sa feed ko because siguro i've been watching a lot of those already but the next one is um, the title is Evil Genius, and it's about ayon the the most diabolic bank heist in America. That's, that's how they labeled it. I've seen it first on BuzzFeed Unsolved with Ryan and Shane. They've tackled it and have touched the surface of the entire case. So when I saw this on Netflix, I was sure that I was gonna watch it because I've seen the basics behind the case and this actual documentary gives you more information and again the backstory is um it's about a bank heist and this bank heist actually they were unsure because this man was robbing a bank but he says he is robbing the bank because he was told to and he has this um, built-in bomb, like a vest, strapped onto him. And that the policeman who were responding to the bank robbery was actually unsure if this bomb was active and that if it's part of everything that's going on. So there are a lot of different mysteries that you would have to unveil when you watch this documentary and i suggest if you don't want to watch the documentary the entirety of it you can also search for it online they have different labels to it but it's a really good one and you know, the entire mystery is who was behind such mechanism because the the bomb that was prepared and used was not your ordinary and there were a lot of speculations about who was really involved and who was not involved so it's a good mystery that you would also have to analyze everything it's particularly interesting for me all right so the next one is by pierce morgan actually it's not by pierce morgan but these are interviews by pierce morgan and there are two actually one in 2017 and one in 2018. I have stumbled upon it after watching different documentaries. So, medyo matagal before ko sila nahanap or before ako nakaabot sa nila. You know, when you watch a documentary and then after you watch, there are several things na lalabas parang more like this or um, what to watch next. Yung mga suggestions na ganun. So, these appeared after I watched some of the documentaries. And these, again, are um, interviews with Pierce Morgan, Killer Women, and Serial Killer. The first thing I've watched, actually, is The Killer Women. And these are... The setting is a typical interview lang with the convicted killer. 
and the killer will actually narrate to you what has happened and will let you in on the mindset of these people that have committed such crimes and it gives you an overview of their psyche um, what was going on in their lives when they committed the crime and what has happened after that and how they're dealing with their current situation so um my times that i skipped some of the the episodes or some of the cases but watching it actually spikes up your interest kasi ano nga naman yung iniisip nila diba what were they thinking when these things happened and was it possible that there were so I mean, already so full, so mad, so angry that they just exploded. So th- those are the kinds of things that would give you some sort of answer in a way. Because it lets you in on their minds. Eh. So yun siya. the killer women actually interviews women. And then, of course, the serial killer are mostly male. May mga times na sobrang creepy pala to, guys. Again... For the end time, these are not easy to watch. Especially this by Pierce Morgan. I don't know how he conducts the interviews, but kudos to the man because his professionalism is just really evident. And that, you know, how do you react when these kinds of individuals that you know have committed such crimes and have been convicted of their own crimes tell you to your face what has happened without much remorse and actually that union creepy part for me because eh? they're telling their stories as if it's just your house the weather it's fine it's good nothing like nothing happened actually that's the scariest part for me as a viewer yung looking at the convicted killer's eyes as he looks into the camera being interviewed and he says that he doesn't really feel anything about what he's done sobrang creepy anyways yun siya guys so those are two different titles how many titles have i given you now so we have fire festival i am jane doe ted bundy audrey and daisy evil genius killer women and serial killer with Pierce Morgan. Alright, I think I have a few more. Okay, moving forward, I have a few more titles for you guys. And this one, actually, dalawa sila. They're quite of the same nature. Kasi these are abductions. The first one is the story of Madeline McCann. This child was vacationing with her parents in Portugal when she was abducted while in bed. So... The, the documentary revolves around the story of a young um, child, a young beautiful child abducted from her bed while her parents and their family friends were having dinner just a few meters away. And this, this is actually very sad because there is actually no closure or end to the story. And the documentary basically focuses on what has been done to find Madeline and what has happened after um, years and years of investigation 
what are the leads and different sides to the investigation that has lead to the parents of Madeline McCann being suspected and then of them being not suspected and some sort of organized crimes also going on because there are um, hints of abductions of children that are being sold in the underground ring. There are lots of different things that you have to note when you watch this and the first thing that comes to my mind apart from all of that I've said is the competition of sorts between the Portuguese police force and that of the United Kingdom in a way that kind of affected the case because once these forces or these two sides fail to communicate and fail to trust how each in a branch of the criminal justice system works eh di mahirap nang i-track yung nawawalang person right kasi they would become so defensive eh. the way that the documentary presents it is that the police forces especially the lead um investigators have become so affected that they would be criticized by another country's intelligence forces na they become too political in a way na since all eyes are on them they become so close and they become i don't know so defensive that's what i've taken and also the the role of the media was highlighted in this case kasi it was also so chaotic how the media portrayed the case i don't think it was very unfortunate i don't think it helped in a way so it's sad and that it has opened my eyes to a number of missing children's cases all over the world and my heart goes out to their parents who have always been you know dedicated to finding out what happened to their children ang hirap ang bigat sa puso guys pero those are some of the takeaways that i have found from the documentary and again the second one apart from madeline mccann's story is abducted in plain sight that's the title and ito naman is also an abduction of sorts but the enemy was far closer to home so medyo i have to put my doubts on the parents for this documentary kasi the abductor was just someone nearby eh. and they've known this person their whole lives and they don't know what's happening so medyo weird siya it was weird ito medyo weird siya i know it it happened already in that it has already been explained all throughout the documentary what has occurred but interesting but weird so yon yeah, i just have a few more konti na lang last three or four so the next is casting john benet So John Binet naman, medyo mysterious siya. If you haven't heard about John Binet's story, it's a young, beautiful pageant girl who was found dead inside their house. And that everyone's just pointing fingers. Who's to blame? Because the parents were actually saying that um, someone came in the house, killed the child, 
while others are pointing fingers to the people inside the house because there seemed to be no forced entry. So, yeah, very mysterious siya and I will put it to you to judge what happened. But the um, documentary basically retells the story of what happened to John Benet and they've used different actors so, like sort of audition for the parent for John Benet as they recall the events leading up to her death so so sorry guys I'm so heavy pala to when I talk about it because now that I think about it the kinds of documentaries that I have watched you know have sabi ko sa inyo, they have impact nga to me kasi these are stories of real people and I'm sharing it to you kasi I found something into these stories maybe different maybe not so much on one and then too much on the other pero they are very real stories anyway the next is Amanda Knox's story Amanda Knox's story I have seen on YouTube through a media channel. And back then, hindi ako masyadong curious about it. Kasi, hindi pa ata final yung process ng reporting eh. But, watching it on Netflix and seeing how it progressed, even after, you know, a few years since this happened, sobrang iba rin. It's a, it's a like a plot twist kind of thing. And um, just a brief story, Amanda Knox was an exchange student to Italy and she is an American. And during her stay in Italy, an unfortunate event has happened wherein her roommate died and killed, brutally assaulted, and all fingers point at her. So this case... May point kasi yung mga, ano eh, yung mga evidences and whatever questions put out by the investigators. Kasi there are some things that, some things didn't check out based on the interviews and the media coverage. But it has that same effect with the Madeleine McCann case in a way that media and the police forces being the center of the attention of the world has different impacts on the case. And for sure, kasi this documentary interviews Amanda Knox herself. And to know her side of the story, kasi in a way, she's lost a lot of time fighting for her freedom. And finding out more about her story as said by her herself is different. It has a different impact. So, panoorin you guys. It's actually very interesting. Medyo mind-boggling, but interesting. Hi, everyone! I hope you are enjoying this week's podcast episode. And I do invite you to like my Instagram and Facebook pages. That's Christine's Voice, the podcast, to get to know more about updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you, and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. The next one, and before I go through all of the titles again, is a documentary entitled The Great Hack. This one I haven't watched yet. I think I started it, but I haven't finished it. But it is actually interesting. Kasi, 
It's a documentary about a company that has used social media platforms to affect voting behaviors of sorts. So I think that's the gist that I have taken when I watched the preview. And it's very interesting because there are court proceedings na pinakita when I previewed it. But I haven't really watched it. I just want to share that to you as well because I think it's playlist ko playlist, but I haven't really played it again. So, yun. Alright, so last two, guys. Last, I'm gonna repeat all of the titles by the end of this episode. So, last two is actually not a documentary style. It's more of um, a, a documentary TV series kind of style. And it's the assassination of Gianni Versace by, I think, American Horror Story. So, ito naman, I got curious about this. And when I watched the first, second episodes, I got so hooked. I knew I had to watch all of 9, 10 episodes. And I think minarathon ko siya. And every time I, you know, I watch another episode, I don't know how to feel about it kasi... I don't know, it was very well executed. And I just love that they have done extensive research on this um, topic. And it has garnered international attention because this is Versace we're talking about. A very influential, talented, creative genius that is Gianni Versace. And uh, I don't know, it has... A different effect then because this is a famous a famous talented person you guys might be curious about it and um the there are also other things interested about it because it tells you about again what the convicted killer was thinking about his psyche his upbringing what has affected or contributed to his being this way but in this case the killer um i forgot his name but he is i think half filipino but the killer was i don't know but he has a different side to him that the film or the documentary tv series has successfully put out yeah but i i invite you to watch it and see what really happened and also for you to kasi mabata pa tayo when this this happened eh and i really didn't know much about it i just learned about it as i was watching the documentary the some of the victims are influential people or even if they're not influential these are people that have become close to the killer and these are brutal incidences that I really don't want to think about, but I just want to let you know some of the things that I remember from what I watch. Okay, the last one that I want to share with you is still from Netflix, and it's kind of new, and it's also a semi-autobiography documentary TV series style. <laughs> and it's The Naked Director, and I've just read from earlier today that it has broken records because it's a Japanese documentary. It was not to be shown on local TV, I think. <laughs> yeah, but the platform that they've chosen is on Netflix and that they have succeeded in breaking records. And actually, I na siya. 
but it was already you know i think one week or two weeks parang siya and um it's not safe for work that's for sure but it tells you a kind of a different story it's not all about what we've talked about today it's not about serial killers it's not about failed festivals it's not about abductions or um cyberbullying or confessions or whatever but it's more of about the journey of this filmmaker and the filmmaker that has revolutionized the porn industry in japan and in the world so if you want to watch that it's on netflix it's the naked director all right let me run through to all of the titles to make sure that i have 14 so first one is the fire festival the greatest party that never happened and then i am jane doe number two number three is audrey and daisy number four is evil genius the most diabolical um bankais in america i think that's the entire title then the fifth one is confessions of a killer by ted bundy or the ted bundy tapes and then number six is killer women by piers morgan and serial killer again interview with piers morgan amanda knox number eight nine is abducted in plain sight tenth is the disappearance of madeline mccann eleven is casting john benet 12 is Assassination of Gianni Versace. 13 is The Naked Director. And 14 is The Great Hack. And as a bonus, I have another one, but it's not on Netflix. (laughs) As I said, I'm going to give you 14 titles as part of our 14 episodes. The 15th one is actually from HBO. Chernobyl. This was suggested to me by Jordan and Jamie. I've just recently finished it. And after watching that five-episode series, I was so looking forward to reading the book. I think the title of the book was um, The Voices from Chernobyl. I'm not sure. But yun, hindi pa siya available. I think Nagiri Stock pa si fully booked. But yun guys, it it's also a very good docu-series. It's a bit different because it's about the nuclear disaster that is Chernobyl. But, iba rin yun, sa puso rin siya. And you would not stop watching it. Kasi I started it medyo late na eh. But I was so determined to finish it within a day. Kasi, you just get hooked eh. You would, you would keep on wondering what's next, what's next. As the same with the other documentaries that I've shared to you, you would also have that feeling, especially when it comes to different murder mysteries and, of course, the um, social impacts that it has. Because, the good thing about the documentaries is that it doesn't just show you what had happened. It will also show you what has occurred before, during, and after. How were the other people involved affected what has happened in their lives what else do you need to know are there stones unturned that have led to different leads so it's it's full of mystery but it's also full of different insights that i find fascinating so you guys i am still watching a lot of different documentaries and if i find anything new and if if i find anything interesting i'll be sure 
to share it to you but so far i just have those from netflix i have a lot from youtube but it's from different producers or different media sites so maybe next time i'll share them to you all right i do hope you guys check those out and i do hope you learn a thing or two from those documentaries again masakit sa puso mahirap panoorin it will make you uncomfortable at times but at the end of the day even if it makes you uncomfortable you have to focus on what you need to learn from those documentaries Ayan. what is your takeaway and what is the impact that it has on you what is the social significance of it and for me kasi it's something as i said that i cannot unsee and it's a good thing kasi i am learning about the world i'm learning about the different things i'm learning about people i'm learning about significant cases in different parts of the world and yon i just want to share those to you and i hope you find them interesting all right so that's it guys mahapa pa rin pala <laughs> i'll see you guys next week and i hope you stay tuned bye